Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day so far. I want to thank everybody that hung out with me last night during the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream. Uh, my live streams are growing every single night. Been doing them every single night. My, my downloads, my subscriptions, my time spent listening has gone up tremendously, and I cannot thank you guys enough. If you don't want to miss a live stream, go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button, because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted that anytime anything gets uploaded or I go live starting at 8. I usually do it at 8 p.m. right on the dot. So if you follow me on social media, I post a direct link to the live stream probably a couple of hours beforehand so you have it and you're ready to rock and roll right at 8. There's a couple of ways you can get a hold of me. You can email me, tuttle at gmail.com. That's tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail. I can't take phone calls right now. I wish that I could. But for now, voicemail is the best that I can do. 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Hey, Todd, this is Tony over in Tampa. Uh, listen, just wanted to ask you, um, maybe you do a show about, um, you know, with medical marijuana and all being a thing here now, uh, getting it into the theme parks in Disney, what kind of tolerance they have, how people get it in there, what's their method of delivery, and uh, just what's your experience in with that. I'd be uh, super interested. I know you've got the inside Iggy, and uh, I'd like to find out. I'm always super paranoid when I go. Thanks. Bye. This is an interesting question. I got to tell you, I mean, I have spent a lot of time in Orlando. I've known a lot of people that work at the theme parks. There's a couple of ways you can go about that, okay? First thing is you're not going to be able to bring in flour. By flower, I mean smokable marijuana. Now, edibles, edibles you could sneak in as just candy, but then you could also bring in a THC vape pen. How are they going to prove that it is not that is it is THC? All you got to do is say, "No, that's nicotine, my man." It's not like they're going to take a hit off of it just to see if it's marijuana or not. I don't think Disney would like their employees toking it up just trying to find out if it's a uh, nicotine pen or a THC pen. 
Now, there's also other ways that you can get other drugs in there. Trust me, put it in your chick, your girlfriend, or your wife's panty. You know how bad it would look for Disney employees to strip search a female that's trying to get into their park right now? And with the, with the theme park attendance being down, matter of fact, I've talked about this. Why wouldn't they want you to smoke marijuana in the park? Have you guys ever bought food at Disney? It's expensive, overpriced BS. And think about it. If everybody was walking around high as fuck, think about all the concessions that they would make off of just people that got the munchies. But I'm telling you right now, man, put it in your chick's panties. They are not going to strip search you. It would just be a bad look on them. And if you're a really, really desperate guy, put it in your prison wallet. And by prison wallet, I mean your rectum. Well, not in the rectum, just, just in between the butt, butt cheeks. You might not want to go during the summertime because here in Florida, we have swamp butt. Swamp butt is just the Florida summer humidity that will make your ass cheeks fart. Uh, not fart. See, if you fart, you, you always, during the summertime when you fart in Florida summer weather, you got to do that check every once in a while because sometimes it will feel like a little bit of diarrhea. I'm telling you, you got to check because your ass cheeks are sweaty. But I'm telling you, there are ways to get drugs into the theme parks. Prison wallet, chicks panties, THC vape pen, or edibles. This is just candy, sir. So, you guys... I tell you all the time how I am stretched thin. I am the busiest unemployed mother effer you're ever going to find. And just dealing with stuff here at the Hobo Fish Camp. I got to tell you, this park's been pretty empty until bike week started. And now it's like everybody has flooded, flooded, fled here to the Hobo Fish Camp. And now I had to move my dad's truck. Because I, I spoke about this earlier in the week that I had been working on our golf cart. Our golf cart had some major corrosion going on with it. I cleaned all the terminals, but some of the wiring had kind of fallen apart. I don't know why they don't coat those uh, connections or they're not out in the air. But I, we always use beige golf carts in Edgewater, Florida. And I got to go down there now because I've already called them like six times. And it's like, sorry, the caller that you're trying to reach is busy or on the phone. It is goddamn 2021. If you are a business and you do not have call waiting or multiple phone lines for you to be able to answer, are you even a real business? I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything bad about them because they do quality work every single time that we've used them. But now I've called them like 10 times, can't get a hold of them. I had to move my dad's truck around and park it by his boat because I can't get the goddamn golf cart moved. And the model of golf cart that my dad has, when the battery goes dead, the wheels lock up for some reason. I don't know why they do that. I'm sure that there is like some bolt or, or tow mode 
that I can use to be able to push it, but it ain't happening. So now I got to drive my happy ass down there because we have a new neighbor coming in right next to us, right next to us. And then it'll give me a lot of space for parking. And since I can't move the golf cart, I had to move my dad's truck. And I know that John Mays is going to bitch or complain about it, even though I was nice last night. If you watch my YouTube stream, there were some guys, some bikers, like two trailer full of bikers came in and John Mays was nowhere to be found to be able to put them in the spot that they wanted. So what did I do right before my stream was about to start? I ran back up to the house, got John Mays' cell phone number and actually helped out John Mays. I did, t I did ask the guy since I helped them out. I was like, yeah, John, he's been really busting my balls, breaking my shoes here. Can you kind of say, hey, Patrick, help this out? Just to shove it up his ass. I mean, we're, we're still not going to be staying here. But what I'm trying to say is, it's like I'm made out to be the bad guy at the Hobo Fish Camp. And I'm actually helping out my mortal enemy. Who does that? Me, because I am a sucker. I try to please everybody. Even though, like I said, I'm labeled as the guy wearing the black hat. So I'm having to ride down to Beige Golf Carts. And I gotta tell you, the bikers today, today is the start of bike week. Later on today, I am heading out to a liquor store that is on 442 in Edgewater because Jesse James Dupree from Jackal is going to be there doing a meet and greet and a signing to promote his, I guess, Jesse James Dupree bourbon. And I got to tell you, back when I was drinking, that stuff is delicious. Strong as hell. Because, you know, Jesse James Dupree... Uh, is good friends with Bubba the Love Sponge and he brought in and he has sent a lot of his bourbon for Bubba's bar. So I'm going to be doing that today at 5. But I got to tell you, traffic gets bad in this area. And I'm not saying this is all bikers. I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush or stereotype. But that's why the death toll is always so high. Well, one... Most of the drivers in the state of Florida don't pay attention. Like me right now. I'm recording this while I'm driving. Which, if I see a cop... I mean, we're, we're a hands-free state. That, I'd probably get pulled over. But the bikers, they just act like they own the road. And is it... Do they... I don't know. I'm, I'm not a bike owner. I'll have to ask Colton... By the way, I think Colton might be coming over this weekend or sometime next week to enjoy the Bike Week festivities. And I actually think he might be staying with me for the first time. But man, 8 o'clock this morning, these bikers were already revving it up. And I don't know what kind of sound system they put in uh, motorcycles now. But that shit is louder than some of these, like, big-ass Cadillacs on hydraulics that people had back in the day with a sound system. 20s bumping in the trunk. Shaking off all the rust that's on your car. 
these bikers have got some loud ass music systems in their bikes but do they have to rev it up and this is another question like i said i am not a biker never have been i am absolutely horrible on two wheels but is that whole saying loud pipe loud pipes save lives because i gotta tell you these motherfuckers are being safe as hell the way that they're revving it up in a five mile an hour zone on an unpaved road at the hobo fish camp it's just ridiculous are they just trying to show off or are they just trying to be dicks I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm pulling into Beige right now, and I'll give you an update. All right, guys. Just left Beige Golf Cars. They cannot even get out until tomorrow to get the golf cart. Now, I know that's like, oh, well, that's understandable. Not for John Mays. He is going to bitch. He looks for any reason to bitch about the stuff that I do or my parents do. So I ended up pulling the truck around, putting it next to the boat, but now they're not gonna be able to come out until tomorrow to pick it up. And I'm just telling you, I am calling it right now. This is gonna be an issue. Even though this guy is not allowed to legally talk about or talk to me, he's gotta go through my lawyer. Yes, that's right. I got a lawyer best $300 that I have ever spent because it shut him up and I told you look I have this business idea John Mays likes to go around and just visit with people and just talk and talk and talk he does it to the lady that works the front desk he'll go in there and just sit for hours talking The guy has no friends at all. And my business idea, since John Mays is not legally allowed to talk to me, I could charge people like 20 bucks. If you like are are thinking that John's gonna come by and visit with you and talk your ear off about just absolute nonsense, 20 bucks. Because I am John Mays repellent and I think it's a great side hustle. It is. Think about that. I just got to get a lawn chair and just sit there with some people. Really don't even need to talk to him because he just keeps on driving every single time he sees me. He he does not stop. And that's why I said I could be making some money off of being repellent for the guy that owns the Hobo Fish Camp. Going to take a quick break. When I come back after the break... I'm going to be talking about another story that involves cancel culture, just like I did yesterday on the Tuttle Daily Podcast, talking about Dr. Seuss. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? 
Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Do you have something you want to say? Hey, what kind of preacher is you? Leave Tuttle a voicemail. Because you're kind of ignorant. Especially if you think he's being an asshole. No mega bitch. Will your hurtful comments offend Tuttle? No, baby. Call the show at 407-270-3044. No, baby. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Before the break, talked about another cancel culture story that is out there. Yesterday, I talked about this. Dr. Seuss's books were pulled from a lot of schools because of things that people thought were racist. And it was white people. It was Caucasians that were complaining. The guy called himself a Seussologist. And he was talking about how racist it is to show a Chinese man eating a bowl of white rice with chopsticks. And then today, now, I do not, I'm not as mad about this one because we shit on the Indians. We really, really did. I mean, we also, <laughs> we shit on uh, African-Americans as well, uh, using them as slaves. But what we did to the Indians was horrendous. It was despicable. You know, a lot of people, and I'm not saying slavery wasn't bad. I'm not trying to compare the two. But nobody, nobody ever, ever thinks about what we did as Europeans coming over here and taking the Indian land and moving them and killing them, killing them with diseases that we brought over here. But the Cherokee tribe is upset at Jeep. Jeep Cherokee. But what I'm asking is, is the Cherokee name trademarked by the Cherokee tribe? It's just a serious question. And why all of a sudden is it a big problem? The Jeep Cherokee has been around forever. It just has. So why has this gotten so stirred up right now all of a sudden? Is this just a rolling snowball that is growing and growing and growing that we are going to just take everything away? The only thing that I agree that we've taken away is, for example, the Confederate flag from the NASCAR events. It needed to go. It really, really did need to go. You NASCAR fans, the true NASCAR fans, the ones that support and respect the uh, Confederate flag and say that it's heritage, not hate. You guys weren't showing up for those races, not racist, races. But guess what? More races are going to the races because the Confederate flag is gone because you guys weren't showing up. They had to call an audible. They had to pivot. So that does not bother me at all. I got mixed feelings. But I'm going to play you this story 
and I'll break it down. The highly popular and hot-selling Jeep Grand Cherokee dates back to 1974. The Jeep Cherokee came along as a Jeep Liberty replacement based on the Grand Cherokee's success back in 2013. They are among the hottest-selling SUVs on the market. Cherokee Nation Principal Chief Chuck Hoskin Jr. is not a fan of the name. Today in 2021, as Chief of the Cherokee Nation, I, I am saying categorically that I think it's wrong to use our name to peddle a vehicle. Not shock-jocking here, not trying to be stereotyping people, but, I mean, this guy, if you've seen him, yeah, he, he's definitely Indian. He is definitely the Chief of the Cherokee Nation. But what I'm trying to say is, holy crap, this sounds like my uncle if he came to visit me. Like any white suburban uncle that is talking down to you. Now, it's not like they are using it in a bad way. It's their best-selling car. Are you guys upset because they're using the Cherokee name? I don't understand how it's being disrespectful. As a matter of fact, it might be an honor. Do you think people really even thought about the Cherokee tribe until the Jeep Cherokee? And I'm most likely, I can almost bet you, most people did not pit two and two together or correlate it with the Cherokee Indian Nation tribe. This is all over money. They're seeing Jeep, their best-selling car, making money. Now, if the Cherokee uh, tribe has that name trademarked, then Jeep needs to fork over some money. It really does. You know, I'm a Florida Gator fan because my dad is from the Gainesville area, and I hate, I hate the Seminoles. But guess what the Seminoles do? The Seminoles actually help out the Seminole tribe and, and break them off a little bit of money to be able to use the Seminole name. Now, I got to tell you, the tomahawk chop, the oh, 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 I, I hate it. I think that is a little derogatory. But guess what? Money talks, bullshit walks. In response, Delanis put out this statement, quote, Our vehicle names have been carefully chosen and nurtured over the years to honor and celebrate Native American people for their nobility, prowess, and pride. All right. I got to give credit to whoever wrote that line, that response, because they kind of faced the Cherokee Nation. They kind of put the ball in their court. They basically said, our vehicle, and God, I always sound, am I the only one that thinks the word vehicle is like, makes you sound like an Appalachian hillbilly? Because I think it does. You know, we all have those words that we use regionally. I remember there used to be a board, board op that would run overnights before the morning show would come in. And he would always say, hey, man, can I go get you a pop? And be like, what, what is a pop? Oh, a soda. Because people in the South, we say soda. Soda this, yes. And usually you mean Coca-Cola. Everybody, uh, Coca-Cola is very Southern. But what I'm trying to say is vehicle just makes you sound ridiculous and dumb. And I wish I could break myself with that. There, there's another word that I used to pick up from my parents, which was when my mom said, hey, are you going to the movies? She would be like, 
Hey, do you plan on going to the, uh, the picture show today? Yes, Mom. I'm going to go see the moving picture show. What is that about? I mean, that is just weird. But back to what I was saying, we know that the CEO of that company did not write that. She didn't. Or he didn't. Whoever it is. And let's be honest, they've been doing this for a while. The Cherokee Nation now with the ball in their court, because G basically said, we're marking out to you. Now, if they still want to complain, I mean, it's like now it's all over money. Basically, it's all over money. And they probably do deserve the money. But I ask again, is the Cherokee Nation name trademark? Because if it's not, then I really don't think they have any, in, any rights in court or in the eyes of the law. But I still think if Jeep, which could afford it, would scratch the check, a yearly check to the Cherokee Nation, the Cherokee Nation would not be bitching about this one single bit. So that's why I'm saying Jeep kind of just faced the chief of the Cherokee Nation. We are more than ever committed to a respectful and open dialogue with Cherokee Nation Principal Chief Chuck Hoskin Jr., end quote. Nothing wrong with making money or using branding. There is something wrong with taking the name of a proud Native people and doing that. Why is this all of a sudden a problem? Because the Cherokee Nation, which deserves the money. I keep going over this, like, I have more of a problem with the Dr. Seuss books being removed from school kids. I mean, seriously, we absolutely screwed over every single Native American here in the United States of America. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, why, why, why does the uh, Seminole Hard Rock Casino in Tampa get to have gambling? Guess what? Let the Indians... Native Americans make their money off of that. I don't think any of the outside government officials, including cops or law enforcement, whoever it may be, has the right to go onto that casino property over in Tampa. It's none of their business because they got their own police force. That is their nation because we took all their land from them. And I get it. I get why people are mad, but I just think this is a case of just wanting a cash grab. And they might deserve it. Because I Googled, and I can't find anywhere and, and read that the Cherokee Nation name is copywritten. And if it's not copywritten, Jeep, Jeep, is, Jeep in the eyes of the law has done nothing wrong. But Jeep should still scratch off a check you know, the Indians have been dealing with the COVID problem tremendously right now. Help them out. Do some good goodwill stuff. I mean, you guys did come back with a great statement. But do a little bit more. Do like FSU. Like I said, mark out to them, which you already did by saying that the Jeep represents the power, courage, and gracefulness of the Cherokee Nation. I'm surprised it didn't happen before. Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist, is an expert in automotive marketing. He says Jeep is heavily invested in the Cherokee name and will resist changing it. 
Still, considering what happened to the Washington football team... In my opinion, they could do without Cherokee because the Jeep brand itself um, is so powerful. They could come up with something else. You know what? Maybe I just need to stop commenting on these cancel culture things. Like I said, it, it's, it's all about perspective. And I'm, I've never been an Indian. And I know a lot of the Indian people that, that are alive right now haven't gone through the persecution that their ancestors went through. But I would still be pissed off. I mean, we did take a lot of their land. We took everything from them. We, we were actually using chemical warfare back in the day by giving them polio blankets, blankets that had polio on them, just to make them sick, made them walk thousands of miles, gave them the worst piece of land that you could ob- just ever give a nation. And they really didn't have a choice. They didn't. The white people killed their food source, which was the buffalo. I mean, the white man just hunted them for, for sport. Most likely just took the hide off of them and then even used the meat. The Indians used everything. Like a Florida cracker like myself, when you eat a pig, everything from the uh, rooter to the tutor. And that's just, well, that's something my dad used to say. Man, my parents like really, really like set me back when it comes to sounding like an absolute, uneducated, southern asshole. Gonna take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by... StitchYouUp.com For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com or contact them Eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch you up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Nerd. Radio personality. And hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Last segment of the day. Make sure you reach out. Don't forget about my YouTube live stream tonight at 8 p.m. on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Now, yesterday, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know that I took my parents, my mom and my dad, out to the Volusia County Fairgrounds to get their COVID-19 shot. My dad had always, he'd been asking, give me my shot, give me my shot. It took a while. I was finally able to get it done, and we went out there. It was a great process. Everybody was polite was clean, quick, everybody was professional, but I wanted to get an update from them and find out how they're feeling. It's been 24 hours so far, right? Yep. Yeah, so how are you feeling? In, any side effects or anything like that at all? Well, I feel all right at all, but my arm is 
is sore. So your arm is sore. Like, how how sore? On, on a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, well, 3. Okay, yeah. I mean, you're a tough guy. You've taken some falls. You've gotten into fights and stuff, right? I have. All right, so... For the most part, you're not really having any side effects from it. Not that I know of. Okay. Well, I mean, we got to check it. Here, can I punch you in the arm? No. I'll break your arm. <laughs> Wait, is it this one right here? Wait, what if I hit you like this? Here. It would. Is that okay? Can I? Can I? Yeah, it's like. Okay, all right. I, I won't do that to you. All right, so I'm going to come back here, talk to my mom, see what type of side effects she is having. From the COVID Moderna shot. How are you doing, Mom? Doing well. So no no side effects at all? No, no pain. I took the Band-Aid off. It's not red. Everything is good. All right. So you would think that, in your opinion, the experience was really, really good yesterday. And for the people that might be worried about going out and getting their COVID-19 shot? I mean, because they think, oh, I'm going to be waiting forever. Just make sure that you have the proper ID or they won't let you get it done. All right. Well, thank you, Mom. I just wanted to, guy, I just wanted to give you guys an update. I know some of you guys are anti-vaxxers and stuff and if you're an anti-vaxxer and you think that you're wanting to cause some issues here dad that one guy that was guarding the front door looked pretty badass didn't he he was toting yeah and i'm sure he had a long gun in the in the in the truck too right i would think so well i'm gonna let you get back to chicago pd i apologize that i interrupted you give me a few seconds guys be right back all right, guys, so, you know, I I don't know, like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm talking bad about the Rode mics, R-O-D-E, because this one has been nothing but kind to me. I've been getting some of the best sound in the world, but I ordered a new one. I know that Matt Major, thanks to him for his website for carrying the Tuttle Daily Podcast, 315live.com. But I've been having some major, major issues. And I don't think that it is the microphone itself. I actually think it is the program. You know, this is this is what Apple does. Apple will update, update, and then these apps won't work with the older phones. So hopefully today I can get through today. And then tomorrow, I can go and get a brand new phone. Because that's the other thing. I'm not getting great signal because I've had Sprint, but T-Mobile now owns Sprint. And I'm not able to use their towers because I'm using the Sprint-only towers here. So let me see if I finally got a package. I do not know if I did here. Nope. 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 Not me. Nope. Not me. Nope. Not me. Nope. Not me. So, yeah, I got screwed. And this is the bikers. 
They got to turn up their music. Told you, I spoke earlier about the sound systems that they have on these motorcycles. People want to just rev it up. And I, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. Because I get, guess what? They bring a lot of money into this local community. And it's well worth it. Especially with all we've been through with this pandemic. So, I have a serious question that I need to ask. And this, this is not me trying to be funny. But... They're talking about these new stimulus checks that are supposed to be coming out. Now, I don't really have a lot of hope that I'm going to get one because I didn't get my first stimulus check. Like, seriously, I did not get my first stimulus check. And I can't get an answer. Could not get an answer. So I'm pretty much guaranteed that I'm not going to get the second stimulus check. And I find it kind of funny, I really, really do, that when the government owes you money and you don't get it, you can't hear from them. It's like, who are you? Stop calling this phone. But if you owe those motherfuckers that are politicians, the presidents, the senators, governors, whoever it may be, if you owe them money, oh boy. Do they know how to get a hold of you? And guess what? Your ass is going to end up in jail. What politician ended up in jail because I didn't get my first stimulus check? I would like to hear from you. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Because seriously, how is that fair? I don't want you guys to think that I am anti-government because I'm not. I still think we live in the greatest country in the world. But I can see it going, going in the way that we're not going to be that. We're not going to be that beacon of hope that everybody counts on. Because America does bail everybody out. Especially when it comes to wars. On D-Day, when our troops, you know, would, it was funny that all the Americans had to rush the toughest beach out of all of them. I don't understand why we're even in debt. France, the United Kingdom, they should all be paying us a vig on saving their asses in two world wars. Because if it, if it wasn't for us, they would all be speaking German right now. And they would be under the rule of the SS Nazi army. But back to what I was saying. Why did I not get my first stimulus check? I, I, I really would like to know. And if you're a, a, a supporter of this show and you know why I maybe didn't get it. Because I've paid my taxes all the time. So does that mean if I don't get this second stimulus check, do I have to pay taxes this coming up year? I mean, it's just an honest question. Where's my money? Why didn't I get it? Let me be honest. 
it's it's probably sitting at my ex-wife's house. It, it could be. I'm not accusing her of any, or uh, her of anything, but like I haven't had a bank account until recently, so I they couldn't direct deposit it. But what I'm trying to say is, did they send the check to my ex-wife? And does she have it? But I, I don't, I really do not think she would do something like that to me. Remember, 407-270-3044. If you have any advice or tips for me, because I got to tell you, that $1,400 would really, really help me out when it comes to the Total Daily Podcast. And any help that you can give me. Tuttle at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail 407-270-3044. Before I leave, I want to talk about something. And I don't want you to think that I am one of those guys that goes out and searches gore or shock video site. But I'm not. But some of those sites, sometimes you can find some golden audio to be able to use for your radio show or podcast. And I've been seeing a little bit of a theme. Now, I talked about this on the YouTube live stream that I do every single night. But I know a lot of you, some of you might not have YouTube or you you were busy. But I, I've noticed that these videos that the, the cartels will kidnap somebody and they all try to outdo each other now. It's kind of like the East Coast versus West Coast hip-hop battle that they had back in the day. Because they all try to out eat, uh, outdo each other when it comes to the violence. And I've been seeing, they've been making people that they're about to kill dig their own grave. I've never been in that situation before. So maybe I would do the exact same thing. But if I know that they're making me dig my own grave. And they're going to kill me once I get done. I would, I would hope that I would not bury or, or dig that grave. Why not? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it as hard as that. You know what? If you're killing me. I'm going to give you more work. So fuck you. I'm not digging my own grave and laying down in it willingly and letting you shoot me in the head. I'm going to shit myself. I'm going to piss myself. I'm going to fight until the bitter end. And I've asked this question before in previous shows. Why, why do all these people sound and and just look so calm right before they're about to get their goddamn heads cut off. What is that about? And some people have told me they think that the terrorists or the cartels drug them and tell them, hey, this is all just for show. We're not really going to kill you. And then they end up killing you anyways. So they lie. So what I'm trying to say, even though I know my demise is going to happen, I, for one, want to make it 
as hard as I can for them. Like, you know what? I've seen them strip people down nude. You know what I'm going to do? When they ask me to dig a grave, I'm just going to pull out my six and a half, almost seven, above Caucasian penis. And I'm going to just start jacking off in front of them. And I'm going to be like, if any of you guys get close to me, this is a loaded weapon, and I know how to use it. So, yes, I'm going to come on you if any of you bastards come close to me to try to cut off my head. Because sometimes I can valve it off so hard that I can get about a four or five foot distance. I know this is going to be weird. And you guys probably will bust my balls. But what is the furthest that you guys have ever shot your semen while masturbating or with being with a girl? Because I've gotten some pretty good distances when I have edged. And if you don't know what edging is, you actually just, you know, bring yourself to that point of no return. And then you just stop. You let it retract. And then you do it all over again. Because I got to tell you, I am absolutely shocked at some of the distance that I can get with my semen. So what I'm trying to say is, if you are ever in a situation where you're kidnapped and they tell you to start digging and then you're like, oh, this is my grave. Tell them to fuck themselves. Because if they're going to kill you anyways, why bother? Give them more work. Try to make it as difficult as you can possibly. Because they're just going to murder you anyways. And I don't mean to go out on like a morbid like topic. But it is just something that I was thinking about. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to help me out, you can go to my PayPal account. PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Don't forget tonight at 8 is going to be the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream on my YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Tuttle. When you go there, make sure you you subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell button so you're alerted anytime that I go live or upload any new content. You're going to be in the Volusia County area. I'm going to be at that liquor store right there on 442. I'm going to go out and try to interview the one and only Jesse James Dupree from Jackal because he is going to be doing a signing for his bourbon whiskey. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Do you want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. 
Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, what's going on?